Water is one of the most common images in dreams. It is seen as a symbol of spiritual life force. It is also a reflection on your own unconscious mind. Whether the water is turbulent or calm, it can give you some insight on your state of mind in your waking life. I have always been scared of the ocean. Something about the unknown underneath the waves freaks me out. Even lakes can sometimes give me the creeps. It's the mystery of deep water. What's down there that I can't see? Are there creatures in the depths of the water ready to swim up and grab me? Beasts that have yet to be discovered? The ocean covers more than 70% of the Earth's surface, and 80% of the oceans are unmapped and unexplored. New species are discovered every year. So what's to say there aren't monsters of the deep down there living? waiting for your next beach day. I'm Charlie Conlon, and this is the nightmare I had last night. It was early in the morning. The cabin was quiet. I was gutting a large bass I caught just off the rocky shore yesterday. First catch I've gotten in three days. Morning seems to be the best time to fish, so I decided to get up early and head out again today and see what I can get. I scooped the bass's pink, red, and dark guts into a pile, then glided my knife across the inside of the skin, filleting the meat off. My green tackle box was filled with all the instruments I need to catch a prize fish today. I'll be bringing my elite spinning fishing rod. These fish don't stand a chance. I opened the fridge and inspected the worms I got yesterday. All squirming around, slimy and wet, inside the cold mud-filled styrofoam container. I placed them into the tackle box, then grabbed my gear and headed out the door. The morning air was crisp, and a fog had rolled in. The forest was still. I could see the deep green from the trees through the fog. It was very peaceful. Around the cabin, the trail led down a long slope to the lake. Roots formed natural steps all the way down. I reached the bottom where there was a sandy beachette. The lake had rising steam slowly drifting off the glass-like water. A peaceful time to fish. Broad trees lined both sides of the trail leading to the dock. The wooden dock was long and stretched out into the bay. The boards were cracked, rotten, and old. Boats were docked along the sides. The fog was thick across the lake. I couldn't see more than 20 feet in any direction. An old man with a white beard wearing a plaid flannel shirt with a tan fishing vest over top was unpacking a small aluminum boat. He was struggling with his equipment. Do you need a hand? I asked. His fishing net was caught on the rotted wood dock. I untangled the net and helped him take the last of his fishing gear out of his rickety boat. The old man smelled strongly of fish, like he wears this outfit every time he goes fishing and hasn't washed it all season. Did you catch anything? 
I asked. No, thought I'd go out for some early morning fishing, but the fog. The old man hesitated and scratched the top of his brown hat. He seemed troubled by something. Fog is too strong. It does seem pretty thick, but I wasn't going to go very far, so I'll take my chances. Going to go across the west side of the lake here. It's a great fishing spot. Across the lake? Yeah, I always get some good fish out there around this time of day, but the forecast says the fog won't lift till this afternoon, so I'll wait. I think I'll just stick to the bay. That's probably best. People, uh, people been talking about something out on Gull Lake. What do you mean? They say there is something in the water. It's been eating all the fish. Something big. The old man stared out into the lake. He must be joking. He turned his head to face me, staring intensely right into my eyes. He stood for a moment, then blinked, took a breath and looked down at his large rubber boots, then bent down to grab his fishing rod, but fumbled and dropped it into the lake. Oh shit, watch it! I quickly bent down and stuck my arm into the water to try and catch it. The water was freezing. I looked into the dark lake, feeling around for it in the mud and slimy seaweed. My arm dangled under the water. I felt metal and grabbed the rod, then pulled it out. Thank you. Sorry about that. Stories of the lake got me feeling... uneasy, I guess. No, that's okay. I would stay off the lake till the fog settles, though. The old man shuffled off the dock in a hurry with stress on his face. All his equipment piled in his arms. What a crazy old man. I won't be going far, just around the bay. I got into the canoe with my stuff and almost tipped over the side into the water. (laughs) That would have been a short trip. The wooden canoe paddle pressed against the dock and I pushed away, creating ripples in the calm water. As I paddled away, the dock faded from sight in the heavy fog. I couldn't see any land even though I hadn't gone far the canoe glided through the middle of the bay. Under the water, a forest of tall seaweed touched the bottom of my boat. Not far in the distance, ahead of me, was an island. Knocked down trees reached over the water like bony witch's hands. I'll head to the peak of this island to find some fish. My paddle easily cut through the water. Cruising steady alongside the island, I approached two rocks that resembled rhino horns sticking out of the water. This is the peak of the island, so I got my fishing rod out. Then I reached into my tackle box and grabbed a fat, juicy earthworm from the container and ripped it in two. Worm slime, dirt, and blood coated my fingers as I stabbed the worm onto the hook. All of a sudden, my boat knocked forwards. I hooked the palm of my hand with the worm-covered fish hook stabbing deep into my flesh. My boat drifted beyond Rhino Rock past the island into the main lake. The wind picked up and the water was choppy. I took hold of my paddle and tried to steer the vessel. The canoe banged off a rock. My blood-soaked hand slipped and I lost grip of the paddle and dropped it into the water. I attempted to grab it, but it was moving too quickly. The canoe spun around in the current and the wind was strong. I laid on my back to level the boat so I didn't capsize. After struggling for some time, the water began to calm. Around me was dense fog. I was in the middle of Gull Lake, without any sense of direction. According to the old man on the dock, the fog was supposed to lift this afternoon, so I'll just have to hold out until then. My clothing was soaked and my hand was bleeding pretty badly. The fish hook still dug into my hand. 
Slowly, I peeled the hook out from my palm and dropped it into the water. My hand was throbbing. Next, I felt something moving. I looked at my hand and from within the cut, half a worm crawled out from the wound, covered in soil and blood. I quickly wiped it off and stuck my hand into the water to relieve some of the pain. My hand lazily hung in the water off the side of the canoe. The blood and dirt formed a cloud along the surface. Suddenly, something splashed in the distance. Something huge. I pulled my hand back and looked around. Something was coming straight at me. It crashed into my boat and knocked me over the side into the lake. It all happened so fast, I was submerged under the water my sense of direction was completely disoriented. I struggled to swim back to the surface, but my soaked clothes weighed me down, making it difficult. I broke the surface of the water and gasped for air. The canoe wasn't far, but it was flipped over. Once again, the water was like glass. I swam to the tipped canoe and took hold of the side. The thick fog all around me made it impossible to decipher what direction I was looking. I'm lost. I tried to flip the canoe, but it was useless. The water was too deep, and without enough momentum, I couldn't do it. Just then, under the water, something was moving towards me. The surface was bulging. Whatever it was, it's huge. I desperately tried to flip the canoe over again, but it was no use. The creature swam past, grazing my feet. It was the size of a whale. The force of the monster pulled me along with it. I was under the water again. I struggled back to the surface. I hung on to the side of the boat, scared, wet, and cold, checking every direction, readying myself for the return of the giant beast within the lake's depths. The water was calm for some time, no sign of the creature. The fog hadn't lifted at all. My hand was still bleeding. The blood. It must be attracting this beast, just like a shark. Just then, something bit down hard on my leg and pulled me under the water. The mouth was massive, and the pain was strong. I struggled to free myself, punching, pulling, and prying at the monster's mouth. Its skin was slick and scaly. We were traveling under the water at an incredible speed. I held my breath, but I was running out of time. Suddenly it let go. Just like that. I swam as fast as I could with my injured leg. Breaking through the surface, I breathed in deeply. My leg was in incredible pain. Floating in the water, I tried to get a sense of where I was. The canoe was nowhere around, and the water was thicker here. Like a sludge, almost gray. Dead fish floated on the surface everywhere, bloated and rotting. Through tall grass, I could see some barren trees. Land. I swam fast through the swamp. Dead fish bumped into my face along the way. Like before, the water behind me started bulging. The monster was charging towards me again. I swam faster, trying to use my wounded leg as much as I could. The water was now shallow enough to walk, so I started to trudge through the gray muck. A purple-blue film of oil was on the top. I made it to the land and fell on my back, exhausted. My flesh was shredded. The polluted water filled the exposed muscle, infecting the deep lacerations. All around, the surrounding area was a swamp. I was on a small island with only one tree, about a hundred yards away from the mainland. I will have to swim to get there. With my leg injured and this gigantic beast in the lake waiting for me to return, it will be hard for me to get to the other side, safe, 
and alive. The monster surfaced for a split second. I could only see a glimpse of it through the fog. Its body was the size of a bus, and from the looks of it, it had a long neck that stretched out forwards. I watched it circle the island twice, then it returned back to the main part of Gull Lake. Now's my chance. I rolled myself into the thick, muddy water and began to pull myself through. The swamp became much deeper as I continued to swim. I swam as quickly as my injured body could, surveying the area as I went, making sure the monster wasn't around. However, I was leaving a trail of blood from my leg as I went. It was back. The beast was somewhere within the swamp, circling around. I swam fast, fighting through the pain. I could hear the monster swimming to my right in the distance. The forest ahead of me was close, but this water demon was getting closer. I felt mud on my feet and I hurried to the shore. The monster was right at my heels. I got onto the land and limped into the forest. And the monster slipped back under the water. The forest was dense. Thousands of huge white birch trees filled out the area like a maze. I ran fast through the woods as far away as I could from Gull Lake. Eventually, I stopped to catch my breath. The fog was still heavy throughout the land. My leg was torn and bleeding. Then, in the distance, something giant walked out of the water and into the forest. It began to run, knocking trees to the ground. The monster from the lake could walk. It was running around, trampling the forest looking for me. I quickly found a hollow tree big enough for me to climb inside in an attempt to hide. The monster was searching the forest. It was getting closer. I stayed quiet. The beast was approaching the tree I was hiding in, walked around, and continued past it, back to the lake, then splashed into the water. Once I emerged from the tree, the fog began to lift. I walked in the opposite direction from where the monster was, but came to another shore. I could see across Gull Lake. I was on an island. In every direction, the mainland was far, far away. In the distance was the silhouette of the beast, circling the island, guarding it, waiting for me to leave. Then I woke up. Water. The deep. The aquatic world, whether it's salt water or fresh, is a mystery. The same can be said about the mind. Have we only explored 20% of our own minds? Are there creatures we have yet to discover within ourselves? Fears that haven't come to the surface yet? To break down my nightmare, I'll start from the beginning. In the beginning of the nightmare, I was heading out on a fishing trip. The location of the nightmare took place at the cottage my family goes to each year. I spent a lot of time on Gull Lake growing up. The island, with the Rhino Rock, is a real place that I have a lot of great memories about. Picking blueberries and fishing off the shore. So the dreamscape is from my memory. The fog that set in throughout the wilderness made the dream feel fresh and peaceful. However, dreaming of a fog, especially in the context of the nightmare, is everything but peaceful. Dreaming of a fog suggests that your life may lack certain clarity. 
whether it's a relationship, work, or your overall direction in life may seem foggy. In the nightmare, I had lost my sense of direction in the fog. It might be wise for me to clear the air in my mind and find some clarity so that I can find the direction I am supposed to be going in my waking life. My main goal in the nightmare was to go fishing, quietly on the morning lake, and catch a prize fish. If you are fishing in a dream, like I had attempted to do, it could mean you are fishing for some answers in your life. In the dream, if you catch a prize fish, then maybe you have found the answers you are looking for, but just haven't realized it yet. If you see a fisherman, it can symbolize somebody who is brave and can provide for you, or possibly provide the answers you are fishing for. Is the fisherman someone you know, or is it yourself? In this case, the old fisherman was scared, dirty, and smelt like dead fish, and I didn't recognize him. I don't believe he had any answers I was looking for. Dreaming of dead fish is a reflection of how you think others see you, or how you interact with others. Dead fish may also mean that you have failed to show your basic emotions to the ones you love, and you are coming across as cold-blooded. The creatures in the water can be seen as thoughts within your unconscious mind. Fish swimming by are the random quick thoughts you have, but the monsters deep in the water can be the fears you have yet to discover. The monster in my nightmare was aggressive, bloodthirsty, and huge. This is concerning. The beast that stalked me in the water, dragged me down underneath the waves, and almost drowned me was terrifying. I never got a good look at the monster, but it was massive, with a long neck. Each time it swam past me, the force pulled me along with it. This water beast that was in my nightmare resembled the Loch Ness Monster. The Loch Ness Monster is a water cryptid, a creature that stalks the water of Loch Ness. Though sightings of the beast date back to medieval times, stories of the Loch Ness Monster weren't popularized until the 1930s. The prehistoric monster known as Nessie has a long neck and giant fins it uses to swim with, and the length of its body is roughly 98 feet long. The depth of Loch Ness, which is located in the Scottish Highlands, makes it easy for the monster to live without being detected. However, there have been many stories and sightings of the beast for decades. But the Loch Ness Monster is located in Scotland, and this nightmare was located in the Canadian North. There are many other water cryptids, such as the Siren, which is a beautiful woman that draws sailors into the water with a hypnotic song, then drowns them or the Kelpie, which looks like a demon horse that lives within the water. There is one water demon that is specific to Canada, the Ogopogo. The Ogopogo is a large serpent-like monster that lives in the Okanagan Lake, which is located in Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada. It is said to be 15 meters long, or 49 feet. Sightings of the monster date back to the late 19th century, in 1946, 30 cars of people were said to have seen the monster, all giving the same report and description. Sightings of the Ogopogo have even been reported this year, in 2018. The locals say the monster still roams the water, traveling up and down the Okanagan Lake. Another possible monster could be one that was actually created by my own family to scare us as kids. 
My parents used to tell us stories of a giant fish that lived in Gull Lake. They called him Wilbur. Wilbur was said to be a huge fish with teeth. My parents used to say that if we went out into the lake at night, Wilbur would snatch us up and take us away. As we got older, the legend continued, but it turned into more of a game. Saying things like, I'm going out to catch Wilbur today. Maybe it was Wilbur. Maybe the fish monster created by my family has remained in my subconscious all these years. But what does a sea monster mean in the context of a dream? To see a sea creature, like the Loch Ness Monster, or Ogopogo, or even Wilbur in your dream, symbolizes misunderstanding in some situation or relationship, or the goals that you're setting may be unrealistic. In the nightmare, the monster grabbed my leg and pulled me underneath the water, almost drowning me. Like I said, I am afraid of the ocean and sometimes lakes. However, I'm not afraid of drowning. I'm afraid of the unknown, of what lurks within the depths of the water. But to dream that you are drowning could mean there is a deep-rooted fear of delving into your deep emotions. You may be emotionally overwhelmed at this time in your life, or fear that if you give in to your emotions, they will overwhelm you. So the monster dragging me down, deep underneath the waves, could be the fear that the goals I have set for myself are unreachable and becoming overwhelming. In the nightmare, when I was in the shallow, polluted water, trudging through the muck and dead fish. This could symbolize that I am exhausted. All of these elements in the dream fit together. It seems my subconscious is trying to tell me that I am working too hard and need to take a break, and I am putting too much stress on the goals I set for myself. It is good to set goals for yourself, but it can be challenging to reach them sometimes, and you may feel like you are drowning. It might be a good idea to wait until the fog lifts in your life so you can see your goals clearly, letting you catch the big fish you are looking for. This episode was written by me, Charlie Conlon. I hope you enjoyed this scary story. Rate and follow this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me at KMN Podcast on Twitter and Instagram for all things nightmarish. And remember, if things get too scary, you can always wake up.